All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. A little bit different of a retelling today. It's going to be kind of a hodgepodge of very sexy moments that happened at a recent event. And we have some other really fun things to talk to you guys about as well. But before we get to that, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. For those of you who have listened to our show before, you know that we love Cassidy because it's an amazing collection of sexy people across the United States and into Canada and Mexico and all over the place. One of the things I really like about Cassidy is I'm constantly learning about new opportunities in the lifestyle. For example, there are some really cool takeovers and other things coming up that I would never have known about if I hadn't seen them on Cassidy. They're advertised there and I'm like, wow, that's an opportunity. That sounds like a fun thing to go do. So if you're looking to kind of broaden your horizons in the lifestyle and find out about some new awesome things happening, make sure to join Cassidy by heading to our website, frontporchswingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. When you do that, you're going to get all of the features of Cassidy free for 30 whole days. Again, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner today. So we mentioned this, uh, the bonus episode that's going out tomorrow for our Patreon members mentioned this as well, but I seriously think the highlight of my week was randomly meeting one of our listeners just out and about. Yes. So one of our listeners and patrons met us, just kind of came up upon us in one of our local hangouts and he heard about that local hangout on the show. He's a local. He lives right down the street from it. And we were sitting at the bar. He came right up to us and said, hey, are you Brian and Brenna? And I very surprisingly turned to him and said, yes, until it occurred to me that he was a listener and he introduced himself as such and a a Patreon member. And what a great fucking experience. Jay, we'll call him Jay. We really appreciated him. What a great fucking guy. And it really did change the tempo of our day after that. Yeah, it was so nice to meet him. And like I said, completely random. I can only think of a couple other times that's ever happened happened and it hasn't happened since we've been in vegas so that was it was a cool little treat it was so nice to meet him yeah so fucking nice we you know we're at one of our regular places and they know us there of course and he told us that he was coming there because he heard about it from us which is great and because we said they have the hottest bartenders in town which i'm going to say we went to another place that we're going to talk about in a little bit that i think they probably had the hottest weight stuff in town but i'm biased because they were all super fucking hot dudes yes well the gals that work at this particular place are the hottest female staff let's call it or female presenting staff anyway the place that you're referring to had male models working in the fucking oh place it was ridiculous i was in fucking hell I, 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 for a minute i thought where it was like a joke like what <laughs> the fuck is going on like they it was on kept, tv or something they just kept coming yeah like they were being stamped out of a fucking right. male underwear model ad it or was something. ridiculous I'm like, what the hell? yeah it was ridiculous the place has only been open like eight weeks it's pretty pretty new and it was like where the fuck did you find these people it was yeah. insane like they shipped them in from somewhere yeah, yeah i don't think it's that brand new but whatever they've done to find awesome fucking hot people they they need to keep doing it yeah they <laughs> definitely do i want to go back Well, we're going to go back for sure. And I just want to see the staff again. Uh, But yeah, meeting Jay was very cool. It was definitely a highlight. Uh, It's just fun when that kind of stuff happens, you know? 
I, I enjoyed it. We So we bought him a drink because we were just thrilled to see him. And then, of course, he turns around, picks up our whole tab, except for the drink that we bought him, just, I guess, as a, you know, comic relief. But what a nice fucking guy. Yeah. You know, really nice. And it was it was super to meet somebody like him. It was yeah. great. We Hopefully he'll come that. to one of our future events. He's a single dude looking to be in the lifestyle. So yeah. hoping he'll uh, come out and check us out. Yeah. He's not going to be around for the next one, but hopefully the one after that, he will make it. So anyway, besides that, if we had a lot of shit going on this week, we have a lot to talk about over the next few weeks. I had an amazing experience just three nights ago. Yeah. And let me say this, okay? For any of you who don't know Brian well, he fucking hates crowds. You hate crowds Ugh. more than anything in the world. And I don't really blame you. I don't love crowds, but you really fucking hate crowds. I do. So the fact that you went to the Las Vegas Strip yeah. during the NFL draft in order to meet this couple and play with this woman speaks volumes about how excited you were. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yes, I'm not going to give away too much because we have to talk about it at a later date. However, I will say this. They are an amazing couple. They they could not have been nicer. They're very similar to how we play, almost identically to the way we play, which was great. We got along really well. She is fucking smoking hot, which was you know made it much easier for me to deal with the crowds going to uh, to where I met them on the strip to the hotel. And I had a great fucking time. That is a sexy lady. And I, I had a blast. And they're just awesome fucking people. So uh, we'll talk more about it. But yeah, for me to have gone through that, uh, you know she was fucking worth it. And she was. Oh, my God. You were an anxious mess leading up to it, though, because you had no idea what you were running into with traffic and shit. Ugh. Hey, listen, at the end of the day, it didn't matter because you had a great experience. I did. I almost didn't think it was going to happen because the tr- traffic was so bad, even out towards us. I was like, oh, he might call well, this. But you th- didn't. The only reason this really worked out perfectly, honestly, in terms of like the, the traffic and the chaos, because of where they were staying and how the roads were closed... It was the first hotel, the first major hotel you could get to around the road closures based on how I had to go. So that made it pretty easy. Getting into the parking garage is what took the most time. The entire like travel time was like 30 minutes because of the traffic and stuff. But 20 of those minutes were sitting in, in the line going into the fucking garage. That's what that was. Well, guess what else the NFL draft brought to town, which was really fucking exciting Adam and Kelly from the Naked Relationship Podcast. Yes. We got to sit down and have lunch with them. Holy fuck. If you guys aren't listeners of their show, you really should be. But beyond that, they are some of the coolest, quirkiest, most awesome people out there. Well, Adam's quirky. Uh, uh, Kelly's just awesome. Kelly's just a total sweetheart. Yeah. Adam has the quirkiest sense of humor of anyone I've probably ever met. And I say that with all the love in the world because I fucking love quirky people. And it was just a blast. Yeah, he's quirky and awkward in all the best possible ways. Yeah. But yeah, he's also the only human being I know personally that was crazy enough to purposely come here during the NFL draft. Yeah, tickets. <laughs> so yeah, kudos to him. I couldn't have done it. He's a way better person than I am. There's no way I would have done that. But they're awesome. We had a chance to have lunch with them and we got to take pictures with them and just hang out with them for a couple hours. They're always awesome to see. Yeah. So we we got to experience a lot of new people this past week and that was very cool. Well, not even just, well, new, yes. And then people we hadn't seen in a while. Like we hadn't seen Adam and Kelly since October. Yeah, since the last pod you know? bash. Yeah, yeah, it was just, it's always good to catch up with friends. And anytime anybody comes to Vegas, we certainly try to do that. Not always the easiest thing to have happen, but we are trying. In fact, we're going to see some 
folks tonight we've never met for drinks and they have been listeners of the show and, and patrons for three plus years. Yeah. Something like that. They are fucking awesome and we cannot wait to see them. So we are absolutely going to make that happen. They're here for a bit of business and they had some free time and asked us if we can meet for drinks. So yeah, absolutely we are. I can't wait to see them. Same. That's I'm really excited for that. They yeah. seem very sweet. It, that's the kind of thing that I really enjoy about being here because everybody eventually comes here. Oh yeah. For one reason or another, you're coming through. Yeah, but May is kind of a fucked month because it it's like everyone is coming this month. We have like, I would say probably eight Patreon members coming in the month of May. Do you yeah. realize that? Yeah, it's cra- it's crazy. And scheduling all that is not easy. So you and I were just literally sitting down with our calendar. We do this every week. And I'm looking at this thing going, how the fuck are we going to manage all this? Like, what <laughs> we just, we're, we're not going to sleep this month. It's okay. We don't need sleep in the month of May. Well, I'm looking forward to tomorrow for that reason. We have a very unique workday plan for tomorrow. Yeah, something, that's one way to put it. Yeah, so this is like a trial thing. We're gonna we're gonna try this out. This is something we'll probably hopefully do maybe twice a month in terms of our workday. It's gonna be unique for sure. The bottom line is we're going to a resort and we're gonna do all of our work for like two weeks at a time over the course of two days at a resort. Yes, that's the plan. So we're going to give you, we'll give you more updates on that. Not sure how that's going to work out. We're going to try. Uh, but we have a lot to do in a very short period of time. We thought, fuck it, let's go someplace cool, get out of our normal routine and rut and places that we, you know, that we normally do our work. And maybe it'll spice things up and, and it'll create, it'll help us create some different and unique content. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hopeful. And I also might have something planned that's a little bit more naughty. Oh, I haven't even yeah. told you about that, but no. it is a very unique opportunity. Let's just say there may be a massage involved oh, that's and a nice. massage table Ooh. and a large cock. Oh, well, there you have it. So That would explain it for you very, very quickly how that works. Yeah, that's that's a synopsis of how things go for you. These are a few of my favorite things. Yeah. No, listen, well, same. You know, <laughs> You're same. 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 Um, yeah, I think that's awesome. So I didn't, wasn't aware of that, but that's the other thing. We'll have an opportunity to do some naughty shit if we want to, but- I think it's good for us to, you know, look, it's like anything else. You you, you want to be unique and you want those creative juices to flow and, and you want to try new and unique and different ways to make that happen. And we're always, you know, listen, we're always trying, you know, you got to try. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. I think it's going to be fun. Definitely, definitely a good time. I am very excited. Yeah. Either way. We're at a resort. How fucking bad can it be? I'm also very excited for this weekend because I am going to an event without you. Yes. So this, I think, goes along the lines of us doing things individually. We talk about this and we have talked about it a lot about finding our own individuality and doing some different shit on our own. And really fucking horrible at it. We are the worst. We are so fucking codependent. Well, spending time apart is the thing we we struggle with the most. Yeah, because I miss you when you're not around. I truly do. It's not just I always joke like you're my security blanket and that's part of it. But I also really do like you. (laughs) I like being around you. Well, that's the thing. We like each other's company so much that it's difficult to to be around other people. In fact, I find like when I'm around people that I don't really want to be around, it's like, I really don't want to be around them if you're not there. It's that it's just intensified. <laughs> yeah, because right? I'm, I'm your barrier for yeah, all that. Yeah, it's like, well, I didn't really want to be here necessarily, but I really don't want to fucking be here because you're not here. Yeah, but I also think I make it easier on you because I can just laugh and joke with anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally yeah. anyone. So you kind of rely on me in some of those situations to do that. And you just, you get to kind of take the back seat. For sure. Yeah, I, know I can't fake it. So if I don't want to be there, it's written all over my face. If you're not with me, it's really tough. 
But I think that's another reason that we really need to do more of that because we both need to step out of our fucking comfort zones. We both need to have some personal level of responsibility for what's going on in a situation. Because the other thing I do is if you do want to be in a situation, I let you be the dominant energy. You're out there having all the conversations, being, you know, Mr. Hostess with the Moses, if it's like an event or something. I mean, you are you're definitely the dominant energy. And I want to be the dominant energy. I like being the center of attention. Well, you, you like the attention. I, I conversely do not. Yeah. So what you're talking about is you're you're going to an event this Saturday to a pool party, actually, yep. with a friend of ours without me. Yes. Because I don't want to go. Yeah. So so this is one of those opportunities where you're going to be on your own without me. I'll be doing my thing. You'll be doing your thing. We'll spend the afternoon apart. And hopefully it works out really well. I'd like to think you're going to have a good time. And, you know, I think that's kind of a, a good way for us to start to break in the idea of spending individual time away from each other. Yeah. You know? Well, more so even than that, we are very different people in the lifestyle. Yes. We talk with people about this all the time, okay? If you are a couple that only plays with other couples and you only play together, while there is absolutely nothing wrong with that, I do think it stifles you in that you have to cooperate a lot more with your partner. It's like you constantly have to be thinking of that give and take with your partner rather than your own kind of selfish desires. We should be at a point in our lifestyle journey where we get to be selfish every once in a while. And that can be okay because you have my full blessing and I have yours. Yeah. But, you know, listen, we say that you still have a little bit of an issue with, I don't want to say jealousy, but you get gut check moments sometimes. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from the time apart, not because I'm with someone else or having sex with someone else. It's that it's the time that we're spending apart and that needs to become okay we're just gonna be better at that yeah it's tough it is it's totally tough for me it's fomo i don't like to feel like i'm being left out of anything like when you were on the strip you didn't want to go to the strip and the whole time i'm sitting home being like i would be on the fucking strip i'd be having a blast on the strip during the nfl draft flirting with people and having a drink it'd be a fucking blast the opportunity was kind of wasted yeah for me it's a fucking drag (laughs) not because of the play because it ended up being amazing but just in terms of going to the strip during that time so that's what i'm talking about i don't like to feel like i am being put on the sidelines right well of course i never do that intentionally but that's kind of a you know that's an internal thing with you well it's a byproduct of us playing separately it just is well yeah it's also part of it is because we spend so much time together that time apart is very difficult yeah but i think saturday is going to be a a really good barometer to see how that works because you're, you're going to a straight up pool party yep with uh with a friend of ours and there'll be other friends there which is great and i think it's going to be a good experience for both you and i it gives you the opportunity to kind of do your own thing and be your own person and kind of express yourself however you want and i don't have to be concerned obviously because you're among friends and i know you're safe and having a good time yeah plus i feel a little judgment sometimes from you in those situations from me yeah a little bit i, I want to like slut it up and not worry about what you're thinking I'm not, i just want to tell you about it later as long as you're safe i don't care what you do i that's my only you, concern you side eye me a little bit once in a while no well only because i know you well enough to know that a lot of times what you're doing you're doing because you just want to be a slutty pants and not that it's a hundred percent what you would normally do but it's an opportunity for you to flex that muscle and then you're just doing it for that reason yeah but what's wrong with that nothing absolutely nothing just sexual expression i should be able to come out however i wanted to nothing for me it's i'm different that way so i i have a more difficult time with that yeah and you get a little judgy that's that was my only point wasn't saying it was malicious in any way shape or form just a little judgment that's all no i don't think judgy is (laughs) it's more like inquisitive like huh i wonder why that's happening right now but whatever (laughs) 
<laughs> so should we get to single guy tip of the week? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. I have one that I have been wanting to talk about for a while. I actually prepared for this one. That's that's a first. Right? Okay. So I have been looking through a lot of profiles lately. A, because we vet for our events, but B, and more specifically, especially the last probably four or five days, I am also looking for some guys that really make sense for a, a certain number of different fantasies and potential experiences. Right. So I took a step back from looking at profiles for a long time, and now I'm doing it a lot again. And it's a reminder, of course, of many things. But I think one of the things that is not... It, do, it doesn't speak to anyone being a douche or anything like that. It's just something that guys don't think about, but it drives me fucking nuts as a hot wife on these profiles is the cliche things that people put in. So, for example, if I read 25 profiles, 20 of the 25 are going to say one of these things. Okay. What do you got? Okay. So the first one, let's not waste each other's time. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate that. In other words, you're a fucking thirsty dude and you don't want to go through the, the the steps that it takes for someone to become comfortable with the idea of fucking you. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, you immediately make me feel pressured and that's gross and I don't fucking like it, okay? Right. Second one, I'm looking for a certain vibe or just a vibe in general. What the fuck does that mean? It's it's him, someone trying to make you think that they're deep. It's complete bullshit. And let me say something, back up a minute. That whole, we don't want to waste a lot of time or let's not waste time kind of thing. I get that from couples constantly normally how they phrase it is we don't want to become pen pals if we're serious about this let's do it kind of thing yeah fucking wears me out i I don't even respond well you know what's really funny about that is if you don't vet people properly ahead of time you're wasting way more time oh for sure because then you're making time to meet you're going someplace you're sitting down then you're discovering that you're not compatible with each other and then you're wasting immense amounts of time absolutely so anyway the vibe one drives me crazy too i think it's just a weird thing to say i i think it comes across as i don't know like you said yeah like you're trying to be intellectual or yeah you're a deep or something i don't know i don't i don't like it very much okay the third one if we meet and you don't look like your pictures you're buying drinks until you do i have seen that on so many profiles yeah listen first of all fuck you second of all Come on, man. That's you got to be shitting me with that. That's just ridiculous. First of all, it's 2022. You should be able to vet people ahead of time if you're that concerned about them not looking like their pictures. Well, hey, if that's your thing, I get it. But like you said, take the precautions. Hey, we're going to video chat before we waste each other's time. I just want to know that I'm going to meet who it is. That <laughs> well, I'm, not waste sorry. each other's time. Don't say that. <laughs> well, no, it's, I just want to. No, it is a waste of time. <laughs> if you listen, if you are. I mean, catfishing, right? If you're putting up pictures that aren't really representing you as who you are right now, you're putting up 10-year-old pictures or some shit, no, that's a problem. You need to be genuinely who you are. I want to see who you are. Not because necessarily that's the most important thing or the only thing that's going to get us together, but that means you're you're a liar or you're at least you're disingenuous and you're not presenting yourself, you know, realistically. No, you're missing my point. My point is it's a gross thing to say in your profile. You should just be able to put things in place to sift through and figure oh, yeah. out who's catfishing you. You don't have to say it. You don't have to be a shit bag well, it have to be and a shallow bio. person and say it. It's no. just gross. Okay. The fourth one, the gym is my happy place and or anything that mentions them spending inordinate amounts of time in the gym. All right, let me just clear this up for everybody. I spend an inordinate amount of time in the gym. And you know what? I fucking hate it there. 
It hurts. I don't want to go there. So I'm not going to fuck around and tell you that that's my happy place because it's not. It's the most miserable thing on the fucking planet. Yeah, I guess for me, I just don't like gym bros. I don't like people that that's like their personality trait. It's the thing that they somehow think makes them interesting or what they bring to the table because it's like, oh, I'm so fit because I'm always in the gym. Like, just put up pictures and show me that you're fit and then lead with other things that are far more interesting than that. Well, it's like everyone, some guys or people, couples a lot of times or anybody telling you how awesome they are if you are i'll figure that out i don't need you to tell me how awesome you <laughs> exactly are. and if you are that awesome and you feel like you have to tell me you're probably not that awesome the guys so, that are like i spend six days a week in the gym and then yeah. i see their photos and i'm like i'm not hating i certainly don't have a perfect body but if you say that you're in the gym six days a week and that's what you're leading with i expect that the pictures are going to be fucking phenomenal in terms of your fitness level yeah i know i have an idea of what you should look like if you're spending that kind of time in the gym and if you don't i'm just going to be disappointed so don't say anything at all yeah. it's just easier and i, and I don't give a fuck my happy place uh, naked in the sun let's just call it like on the beach somewhere that's oh, where i want to be that's nice i yeah. like that I don't, happy the place. gym is not a happy fucking place see and if you put that on your profile be like that's interesting he's into the nudist scene and he's obviously comfortable with his body i'm pretty like, sure i have that in my profile somewhere or, or a profile somewhere. i like that if you don't you should yeah i'm pretty sure i do and then the last one is i'm not sure what i'm looking for or i'm not sure why i'm here Ugh. then why are you here yes yeah, so, well the problem with that is you're putting the the responsibility on someone else to figure out why you're here. I'm not going to fucking figure that out for you. Well, it also speaks to a lack of confidence to me, and I don't think there's anything less sexy to me than that. So if you're not sure who you are, fake it till you make it. Like, it's okay if you don't know why you're on a site yet or you're just trying to explore and understand yourself but don't lead with that well there are different listen there are better ways to say that without just saying i don't know what the fuck i'm doing here yeah why not just i'm fairly new to this or you know i'm gaining some new experiences right now or something i mean there's a lot of different more tactful ways to do it i guess that's my point with the last one Uh, for sure yeah like you said it's really a kind of a turnoff confidence is a big deal it really i don't care who it is you know it doesn't matter how you identify if you're not confident I'm probably not going to be super fucking into you. Yeah. You know, I'm really, I'm not. Yeah. I think my whole thing with the cliches in bios period is I feel like people see the same stuff in other people's bios over and over again. And then when it comes time for them to actually sit down and spill out who they are, they can't come up with anything. So they just pull from the bios that they've seen in the past. For sure. So when I see a really unique bio that doesn't have any of those cliches in it, I'm immediately like, oh, this is a free thinker. This is somebody who I want to understand better. Yeah. I Listen, I appreciate uniqueness in people and absolutely confidence 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So before I forget, I do want to mention when we're talking about confidence, we mentioned earlier about this this new place that we were uh, we had the opportunity to visit for drinks and a little bit of light dinner with some friends that literally had supermodels for fucking servers, which was insane. But we met a couple. We met the male portion of that couple before we had not met his amazing wife. You talk about confidence. That lady is confident, and I really enjoyed their company. Yeah. You and myself and Nick and Nicole met some of our new friends for drinks and, again, some light dinner. We had not had the chance to meet her, and she was awesome, and the place, everything about that evening was awesome. I had a great time hanging out with them, but she exuded confidence. That is a phenomenal, sexy lady, and it was really nice to finally get the two of them in the same room and, and get the chance to talk to them. Yeah, you're right. When someone's confident, everything else just like oozes from them. And I mean, not that this was the case with her at all because she's beautiful, but right. I have met people where I'm like, yeah, that's maybe not my physical type. I'm not really into that person. And then they're so uber confident and easy to talk to that I'm immediately like, oh, I just want to take my panties off with you. Yeah, but in this situation where you've got someone who is 
aesthetically spectacular looking and then confident it's like fuck yeah yeah that, but it's kind of you know. easy for hot people to be confident let's be oh, not necessarily <laughs> I, I know listen i know lots of folks who have every right to be confident and aren't necessarily that way uh but in this case it was the whole package and i just think that's great confidence like i said for me i'm just saying it's just really sexy you are really drawn to that but you also like quiet confidence you don't do. like people that shove it in your face i don't want braggarts i don't that i don't need that yeah i, I don't again i don't need you to tell me how awesome you are if you are awesome i'm going to figure that out yeah that's what I like. So you have a little bit of a naughty story to tell. Well, it's actually, actually interesting. I have a collection of stories to tell because yeah. this all happened over the course of an evening with kind of multiple people, yes. some of which very much surprised me. And I think we very briefly mentioned it on our last episode, but I hadn't really had a chance to deep dive into my own thoughts on a lot of these experiences yet. And I now have. I've, I've digested all of it. I've come to terms with some of it. I've learned some things about myself from it. And it's interesting because we've now been in the lifestyle for, what, five and a half years? Yeah. And and to have something that really makes me think like this experience did, it doesn't happen all the time anymore. Well, so, it's the first. So it's a growth opportunity. And I think it's fucking awesome. And parts of it are ridiculously fucking hot. So I'm excited to share all of that with you guys. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Permescent. We have been going to a lot of events and we have a lot of them coming up. And I am always eager to find products that make sense for us when we're on the go because I have my little swingers bag with me. It's a little silver bag that I take with me to every event that I go to. And it has things like condoms and lube and mints in there. But I think my favorite addition to my swingers bag are Permescent's before and after wipes. They have an aloe base to them. They are so gentle on my skin and they come in individually wrapped packages so they are so convenient to just throw in my bag and use as needed. I love cleaning up with them because I feel so fresh whether it's again before an experience or immediately after and I really do think every lifestyler should have the before and after wipes in their arsenal. Promescent has a ton of great bedroom wellness products that we would love for you to check out by heading over to promescent.com that is p-r-o-m-e-s-c-e-n-t Dot com. See all of them for yourselves. Get your swingers bags stocked up and ready for the summer months. We have had so much fun throwing events lately, you guys, and we want more of you to come to them and experience them with us. So if you're going to be in the Las Vegas area anytime in 2022, we are hosting the Vault Parties the first Thursday of every month. Those are specifically designed for bi, pan, and gay people to come and experience a safe, clean, sophisticated night of fun. And we would love for you bi couples to come out and join us and see it for yourself. And then every third Thursday, we're going to be hosting the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas, our flagship event at Playhouse LV. This night has grown significantly. Our last one was huge and it was just an absolute blast. Very sexy, fun people, great single guys. And again, come on out for any of them for the remainder of 2022. You can see those events and others by heading over to members.frontporchswingers.com. And also for our Denver folks, we have have the Real Hot Wives of Denver coming back. That event sold out. Those tickets sold like crazy last time and we're expecting a huge event again and that is going to be July 23rd. So find those details at members.frontporchswingers.com. 
So I believe we had talked about this on a previous episode, although now I'm thinking of it, it may have been a bonus episode, but I was not playing at any of our events prior to the one that we're going to talk about today. No, we, it was really, I don't know, it's kind of a, we've been going back and forth, you know, it's not, not my thing, certainly. And for me, I really just want to be there to handle anything that needs to be handled and from an administrative standpoint or operations perspective and just, just be present. But for you, I mean, we're hosting hot wife events and, you know, it just makes a little bit more sense that you are okay with, or I'm okay with you playing and not necessarily being part of what's happening once like, you know, the doors are closed kind of thing. Yeah. Cause I was very okay with it, but yeah, I know you were, <laughs> you were kind of, yeah. Waffling I was on the on, fence. You yeah. were waffling a little bit, but finally you were like, well, yeah, I mean, we're throwing hot wife events and it doesn't make sense for you to, if you want to kind of blend into the party once all of the responsibilities have kind of been taken care of in terms of, you know, my normal event responsibilities. Right. So, I, of course, was fucking thrilled by that for a number of reasons, because if you guys heard last week's episode, Leo that I talked about was going to this event. Yes, he was there. So I knew that that was going to happen. And in addition to that, we have now been throwing several events here in the Las Vegas area. And I've had a chance to connect at these events with some ridiculously hot men. Yes, you have. So it was exciting to feel as if I could at least flirt a little bit and and kind of blend into the party a little bit more and just see what came of it and it turns out a lot came of it <laughs> yeah it sure did you were gone for quite a while uh, someone at one point asked me where is Brent I'm like I don't know she's probably having sex with some hot dude I haven't seen her in like an hour <laughs> So the doors closed and playrooms opened and we have a friend in the area that I've never played with, but we've met him. He's been at every single one of our events yep. and we actually met him prior to us even doing events via a contact, a mutual contact that we have. He, we have never really had, I don't, it's not that there's not chemistry there. I think he's a very cool dude and I would probably totally fuck him, but it's, it just hasn't happened yet. Right. right? But that evening, he was carrying around these floggers all night. Yes, he was. Okay. And I was very intrigued because I fucking love to be flogged. And so he was talking to this group of people who were newer to the lifestyle. It was a single woman and a couple. Yes. And they were very new to the lifestyle. They had no real knowledge of kink whatsoever. And I kind of inserted myself into this conversation to get to know them. And he's like, well, Brenna, you're a kinkster, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, I could demo on Brenna. I could do some flogging on Brenna if she's open to it. Immediately, I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah, of course you are. Okay. So I'm wearing this dress and I have these panties on underneath my dress. I'm like, well... I don't know if I can wear the panties in, like, if I should have panties on while I'm being flawed. I don't know. I was being very weird about the whole thing, but I did take my panties off. So imagine this scene. We find a room in the play area. The door is open. There's actually not even a door to this play space. Right. It's more of a public play space. And I was not going to have sex, so I was totally okay with it. But I'm bent over my bare ass and pussy are hanging out the back and he starts flogging me in front of these three people and at first it was awesome because I knew that I had a little bit of an audience I I felt very comfortable with this guy we had obviously discussed what I was okay with and what I wasn't okay with he's experienced in flogging so I felt very comfortable with the whole thing and he's flogging me and I'm super fucking into it he's great at it he has two floggers and he's doing this great back and forth motion almost like a swinging motion with his hands he's swinging both at the same time and just thudding down on my back, going down onto my ass. At one point, he kind of stopped for a second. I looked back and the three of them are still the only three standing there. Right. 
and they're all just beaming. And I am in my happy space at this point because I feel like I have, you know, let's be real. I'm an attention whore. I had the attention solely on me in that moment. It was fucking hot to me. Well, you are to some degree an exhibitionist. You like the attention, but there is a limit, which is what I think you're alluding to here shortly. Yeah, I am. So <laughs> it's the three of them. He's flogging me. He kind of comes over at one point and starts kind of like rubbing on my ass. And I'm really into the whole thing. I'm getting very turned on. I can feel that I'm getting wet. He's so good with his floggers. And then the next time that I look back, there is literally an audience of like 12 people. Yeah. Some are in the in the play space. Some are just outside of it. But I see 12 faces kind of peering in on me. And immediately I get overwhelmed and I'm no longer into it. And I, I was not able to really decipher why that was in the moment. I just knew that I kind of had to get away. Well, again, you, there, there are limits, right? Everyone's got limitations. You are okay with small groups and certainly if they're fam- if they're familiar if they're friends for example right well yeah and these people weren't friends but there was some level of familiarity with right. them because i was speaking to them before we went into the space and you know we introduced ourselves they shook my hand it almost kind of felt like when i had all of these people looking in on me that it was and again this makes no fucking sense because we are in a public space but i was like this is an invasion of my privacy i don't know you and right. my bare pussy is hanging out and you're watching from the back and I don't know any of the thoughts going through your head or if you're a safe person or any of those things. Yeah, you definitely will get in your head in situations like that. And it's understandable. Look, I am not an exhibitionist. I am now, of course, I do love to lay naked in the sun. That's a very different thing. When it comes to being intimate with someone, I'm not going to be on display. That's just not my thing, yeah. which is why I don't play in clubs and I certainly don't really don't play in groups. Uh, there have been very few exceptions to that and it's still not my, my comfort zone. I'm definitely a one-on-one guy. But but you are okay with that up to a certain point. And you reached that point a couple of times that night. Well, I have a I have something I'm going to compare it to towards the end of the episode that I think will explain it to probably to our listeners and to you better than I'm doing so right now. I'm just outlining everything that happened that night so that I can make the point at the end. Sure. So that happens. I, you know, I tell this person, this friend of mine, I, I think I'm done. And he's like, oh, okay. Comes over and talks to me about how the flogging was and everything. And I mean, it was fantastic. And if it had been a little bit more private, I think we could have done some really cool things together because we were really getting a rhythm going. And I think I've talked about this many times, but the reason I love flogging is because I get lost in it. My yeah. mind is so busy that I can just get lost in the sensation of the thudding and the the motions and the rhythm. But it, it doesn't work when there's 12 people peering in on me because yeah, then I yeah. can't get lost in it. Had you not turned around, that's the other thing. If you didn't know they were there, you would have had a great fucking time. Your problem is it's like getting at the top of a ladder and, and looking down. You, yeah. you don't look down. Yeah, exactly. If you're afraid of heights and you walk up to yeah. the edge of a building with a big window. Yeah, you don't do that. You yeah, as soon as somebody yeah. says don't look down, <laughs> it's the first thing you do. So for you, had you not turned around, you'd have been just fine. Yeah, probably. Well, I did. So it came to an end and that was fine. I spent a little bit more time kind of mixing and mingling with people. I did find myself being incredibly flirtatious that night. There were multiple men that I was very flirty with. They were very flirty with me. And I love that. I think the main reason that that's exciting to me in that type of environment is because it feels like anything is possible. Well, you were also super flirty because you knew you had the capacity to play if you wanted to. For sure that. But also I liked the idea that I didn't go into this with a plan, even though Leo was there, for example, I didn't know for sure I was going to play with him. He and I had not discussed ahead of time that that was going to be a thing. To me, it was like the, the night is open. There are so many different ways this could go with so many different people. 
people and who knows what happens. And I liked that. That felt very electric to me. Yeah, that's, I think, part of why going into that evening and and listen, that evening, I don't know how much of what we discussed already was fucking exceptional. The party was amazing. The people were great. What a phenomenal looking crowd that we had. And it was just a really cool night. And I think part of that was because of how relaxed both you and I were. Right. You know, I was totally fine with you playing because I knew you were in a safe, controlled environment amongst friends, obviously. And it was just very smooth. I met a lot of cool people and you got to relax and just be your flirty self. So a little bit later on, one of our other friends says that I should go peek into part of the play area that has all of these beautiful sheer curtains. Yeah. It's like kind of semi-private because the beds all have curtains around them and you can kind of peer in. But obviously, if the curtains are up, people know not to go in them. Right. So it's very sexy. It just feels erotic. You walk in there and immediately you're like, this is just a sexy atmosphere. Yeah, it's very much a voyeur kind of, it's a voyeuristic kind of space. I mean, to some degree, but it doesn't have to be. That's no. the other thing. Because there are some that are a little bit more tucked away. You can be a little bit more private. And then there's ones that are kind of right up front. Right. But my point is, our friend Nicole was playing with a group in that room. T yeah. included. Yeah. <laughs> so there was this kind of conglomeration of hotness going on with Nicole and this group of guys. And she's, I'm catching the very tail end of it. But at the same time, this other gentleman comes up to me, whom I had checked in at the door and immediately was like, this guy's fucking hot. I did not know who who he was, but he was very well put together. He had this really nice button up on. He smelled good. He was just a sexy, tall, very athletic looking. He caught my eye immediately. So when he came up and kind of started flirting with me as I'm watching the Nicole scene, I was I was thrilled. So that was really fun. We kind of flirted for a little bit. He asked if he could put his hand around my hip and I was like, absolutely. So he does. Again, very consensual, respectful, just a lot of flirtation going on there. And then he just kind of walks off. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Sure. And... <laughs> So I'm kind of flirting around with some other people and I see this gentleman again about 15 minutes later and he's kind of in this hallway area. And I will say by that point, play was going on everywhere. Yeah, all the rooms were full. All of the rooms were full. Some of them are private. So some of them had the doors closed and you could just kind of hear the moans and the noises and the, you know, sex slapping and all that kind of shit. You know, like when you can tell someone's really going hard, but you can't see it, but you know that sound because it's very distinct. Yeah, you know clearly what's happening. It was hot. So I'm walking around. I'm seeing certain things. I'm hearing other things. And so I'm in this kind of just haze of hotness going on. And that same gentleman walks up to me and he just starts flirting with me again. And he says, you're so beautiful. I've had my eye on you all night. And I'm like, thank you so much. And he's like, I'm not sure. He's like, I don't typically play right away at these types of things. I like to kind of flirt and and see if there's an energy that makes sense. And I was like, ah, oh, in this exact same way. He's like, well, that being said, do you mind if I kiss you? I think sometimes that can help us figure out the energy. Under normal circumstances, I would never make out with a stranger. I didn't even know this guy's name. Yeah, that's not the norm for you. I still don't know his name. And we didn't even exchange contact information. Spoiler alert, okay? He literally, I said yes, he grabs me and we start making out right there in the hallway. People are passing by us. There's naked women coming out of playrooms. I'm catching them out of the corner of my eye, but I'm focused on straight up making out with this dude. Yeah, listen, it's at least it's the right environment, right? I mean, if you're going to do it, You definitely would do it there. It was exciting for me. It just, once again, I felt like this is not the norm for me. I would never normally stand in a hallway and make out with a stranger, but it didn't feel wrong. It felt 
I don't know. Like, it felt like me. It felt like me doing something that I wouldn't normally do. Does that make any level of sense? Yeah, we've been talking about really trying to find our personal identities because we have been very, very focused for years on everything we're doing being important and impactful on our relationship, right? right? And while that's obviously forefront for us because we that's why we do what we do in all things, it's okay to selfishly indulge for one's own gratification. Right. We don't both have to somehow grow from every experience or have the same feeling about an experience to enjoy it ourselves. I think that's important. Our own individuality is becoming more important to us. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think this was a really good reflection of that. So, and I also think it's a good segue into what happened as the night went on because again i'm making out with this guy have all these hormones flying around and as he and i are making out even just making out in the hallway we're kind of getting attention from people because it got hot and heavy for a second sure i mean i'm kind of like lightly rubbing his cock over his pants he's rubbing all over my ass he kind of pulled my dress up on one side and we're just going at it in this hallway i think people thought we were just gonna fucking start taking clothes off right there i don't think anyone would have been surprised but yeah absolutely well we certainly didn't right. so <laughs> but i we kind of started getting an audience around us because of that and so that was interesting we kind of stopped we broke away from each other and i told him i was going to go find you i think i did and i also i mean i did still want to be in host mode to a certain degree in terms of making sure everyone was comfortable and seeing if anyone had any questions so i went out and kind of chatted and conversed with some people for a little bit and then i see leo out of the corner of my eye of course and he is hardcore eyeing me down, giving me this this glare in his eyes and this fucking hot look that he knows at this point, he knows the power it holds over me. Well, yeah. Well, also, you guys played that afternoon. We had just played. Yes. Last week's episode happened like four hours before this right. was happening. Right. So he and I still had that thing going on, too, that after sex glow and like desire for each other. That was definitely still in place. For sure. But in addition to that, we had played twice before this experience. So he knew what he was doing to me when he's looking across the fucking club at me with these eyes like they're burning through my soul. I'm like, fuck, this is hot. So I kind of try to play it coy. I'm like walking around, still kind of looking over my shoulder, being all flirty with him. But I'm not going and giving him the attention that he thinks that I should be going and giving him because I wanted to play a little hard to get for a second. Yeah, because that's what he believed. You were hard to get. Yeah, for a second. Did you notice I said for a second? Yeah, <laughs> fleeting. It didn't last long. So I go up to him. And we're standing in kind of the dance area and we just start making out with each other, like really seriously making out with each other. And one of the things Leo loves is for me to rub his cock over his pants. He's multiple times told me how much that turns him on. So I asked if I could and he said, absolutely. So I am rubbing his cock over his pants. We're making out with each other. And then he's like, I really want to go play. Would you be open to that? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So I expected that we were going to go find a private space. But as we were walking around, all of the private rooms were taken up. Yeah, listen, there was a lot of play going on in, in every space. I don't even know how you found an available space at that point in the night. Well, the one kind of 
the really the only available space was this big giant bed that sits in a very open part of the club. Yeah. So it, it's not even a king size bed. I don't know what fucking size it is, but it's huge. And it sits kind of up on a platform in a separate room from basically everything else. Right. It is it's semi private, but it also has the ability for people to kind of crowd around. Oh, absolutely. You could easily get in there. So we kind of start making out with each other on that bed because it's it's our option. And I'm not fucking waiting. By that point, as much as I wanted to go into a private space and close the door, I was like, I am not waiting. Right. I need to fuck right now. I have been flogged. I've made out with a stranger. I have rubbed on Leo's cock. I need the cock now. Yeah, all your juices are flowing. You've you've basically tapped into to all the gears. It's you're ready. So and then and then Leo wants to flog me too. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, I just want you to fuck me. I just want you to fuck me so bad. But he knows that, so he's he's messing with me. So he bends me over, takes out his flogger, and starts flogging me. Again, no panties on, so my dress is like up over my head, basically. And he's flogging me from the back, but it is incredibly sensual. I mean, he's flogging, and then he starts kind of playing with my pussy from the back, and he flogs me really hard, and then he starts rubbing my ass, and then he kind of leans in at one point, puts his whole body weight on me and starts whispering dirty things in my ear about how he's going to fuck me so deep and so hard. I am gushing wet. And again, I know in my head that there's probably people around, but at this point, I don't see them, right? Yeah, well, if you're smart, you're not looking back this time. I hear things going on around me, but I don't see anything. So I am able to just get lost in it. And also because of that, because it was like knowing without really knowing, it was a turn on for me. There was a part of me that was like, if there are people watching, I'm putting on a fucking show for them right now. Right. They are really getting to see something that very few people have ever seen from me or probably ever will. Well, but again, there it gets to the point for you where it becomes the law of diminishing returns. Some is, some like voyeuristic components are super hot and then it gets to the point where it starts to tip well it was interesting because the flogging really didn't bring people over but then he starts taking his clothes off puts them in a little corner his cock is now out he's rock hard i'm rubbing on his cock he goes and puts on some lube and he's kind of lubing himself up and i start kind of sucking on his balls and rubbing on his cock and as soon as people saw cock sucking it was like moths to a flame yeah it's over it was and i mean it was everyone it was couples it was single guys everyone was like kind of just hoarding around and i don't say that in a bad way again we're in a public space so to some degree you know that that's going to happen yeah you signed up for it and nobody was being disrespectful nobody was like coming onto the bed or touching or anything like that but it was a lot of eyes and a lot of attention right on us yeah that's again if you're not prepared for that that can be jarring it was, it was a little jarring. It's definitely off-putting for me. I'm, that's not my thing at all. So I sucked his cock for a little bit. He went down on me for a very brief amount of time. And then he's like, I want you to turn over so that I can fuck you. So I'm up on all fours. He gets behind me and starts fucking me. And it, it is enjoyable for a moment. Again, I'm kind of shutting my eyes, trying to like take the chatter and the noise out of it and just focus on him and his fucking phenomenal cock. And we're having a great time for a couple of minutes. And then somebody comes to basically eyesight with me and starts looking me in the eyes right and i'm like okay now i'm fucked i'm just i'm yeah, so you're out. out of it <laughs> and i was i could not have been less into it in that moment so i whisper to him yeah this is getting a little overwhelming for me and he's like yeah me too actually which says something because i think he typically likes that kind of group play so i mean there were a lot of people at one point i would say there were easily 20 people around yeah listen that's a lot you're 
you know, I, the way I feel about it, it's like, I'm, I'm not here performing for anybody. I'm not going to be your entertainment. You well, know, I like being people's entertainment to a degree. So right. again, we're, we're going to get there. I want to, I want to save my thoughts on it for the very end. So then what happens is we go to another play space that I think is a private room, but it actually isn't, it doesn't have a door on it. So it's more of a room room versus like this big open space, but you can't shut the door. Right. There's a door jam. There's just no door. Okay, so then what happens is we're in there playing again. I'm sucking on his cock. I'm choking on his cock. And then people outside the door are like saying my name. They're like, is that Brenna in there? And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to fucking power through this. We're going to make this happen because I want Leo. He is so fucking hot. He has this fucking giant, perfect cock. And so I'm sucking his cock. And then a couple that we know comes to the door and they're like, hey, Brenna, would you mind if we played in the room with you guys because I'm assuming there were no other play spaces or they just wanted to play side by side, which I thought was very hot. So they come into the room and they start playing next to us. She's sucking his cock at the same time that Leo is going down on me and provides me with this amazing orgasm. And I think that was also kind of the the bat call, if you will, for people to come over and stand by the door because then all of a sudden it's more and more people and they're kind of peering in and then leaving and then another person is kind of hearing in again no disrespectful behavior at that point necessarily but just a lot a lot of energy and a lot of noise and all of those types of things right so then leo gets on top of me puts on a condom he starts fucking me and the guy next to me of the couple starts kind of touching me and then again i'm into it so again it's this moment of i'm i'm blocking everything out i'm focusing on you know he's touching me his wife is kind of touching me leo is fucking me it's this very hot kind of moment very very briefly, but it was hot. Yeah, it's stimulating for sure. It was. And Leo at one point sees that I'm kind of overwhelmed and he starts whispering in my ear about how sexy I am, about how good my pussy feels. I'm just getting lost in all of that. And at the same time, he's just drilling me and it's deep and it's hard. And he knows exactly how I want it at this point. And I can feel myself getting to the point of an orgasm. I'm right at that edge. And I make the mistake of looking over again and seeing all these fucking faces and and I lose it. Yeah. So listen, <laughs> this is what I want to say of all this. I was engaging with three hot fucking men during this event. Three wonderful men that under normal circumstances, I would let them fuck my brains out. But I don't think that I meant for the super exhibitionist play. To me, just like you said, it's kind of like the gangbang thing. If it was two or three guys, that's very different than maybe six. Yeah. Same thing with three people that I kind of know watching me get flogged versus 12 or a couple of people kind of standing off and watching me suck cock versus 20. So it was overwhelming and it completely took me out of the moment. And I kind of have to be okay with that. I think part of being in the lifestyle for me is I want to try things. I put myself in this situation specifically because I was like, I'm going to be with people I'm comfortable with. Aside from the stranger in the hallway that I don't know, I'm with a friend and a play partner. Right. And so So I was comfortable with them 100% and I knew they would take care of me and they would advocate for me if anything needed to be done, which of course it didn't. But I mean, thankfully I was with people that I trusted. So I was like, I'm just going to jump in and have this experience. And it was not exactly what I wanted or what speaks to me. And that's okay. Well, yeah, it has to be okay. Also, it was really the first time you experienced a situation quite like that. Now, 
there have been times at a resort or whatever where there was maybe more people around, but this is a situation where this is a familiar place for us. It's our event. Many of the folks there are there because it's our event. And so you're going to have that much more of a kind of a, people are going to have a focus on you for that reason. So it becomes much more in, there's a lot more intent involved. Well, like I said, as you know, Leo is where I'm sucking his cock in the, that second room. I hear people walking by going, is that Brenna in there? Right. And then it made me feel pressured because I was like, well, I have to perform really well then because people are going to walk by and be like, Oh, she, I listened to her on her show and she makes it sound like this. And it's totally not like that. Yeah. That of course, stupid thing to be running through my head, but it did. It definitely, it's, not, it's human nature. You instantly get inside your head. And for me, I know that about myself. So I don't put myself in those situations, nor the person I'm with, because it's really not fair to them. And if this is someone that I'm about to engage with who is an exhibitionist, I, I would just simply, you know, pull myself out of the equation because it's not really going to be a it's not a good fit, certainly, and, and just not fair to them. So I know that about myself. You do a much better job of being more open minded, I think, in a lot of ways and open to newer experiences i am definitely set in my ways i've also had far fewer experiences than you've had the reality right. is that you've done a lot more in your life sexually than i have so for me being in the lifestyle is about the exploration and i never want to be like ah that doesn't sound like something i would want to do so i'm going to completely rule it out instead i'd rather try it see how it is and then if it's great do it again and if it's not then i don't the gangbang was very much that way i would have no way of knowing if a gangbang is for me or not until i did it. No. Now I know probably not my thing. I would probably do it with no more than three guys in the future. That's my limit. Yeah. And this was very much the same way. Would I allow a certain few people to watch and you know, kind of voyeur in on me if I was fucking someone? Absolutely. Do I want 20 strangers doing it? Not so much. No. Again, like you said, you wouldn't know until you tried. You tried it. it wasn't necessarily for you. And so no reason to put yourself in that situation again, really, unless you think that down the road, that's something you can kind of become more comfortable with. That's really just a, a personal choice, you know? Yeah. I think the problem now is it doesn't sound enticing to me at all. Like right. if I was going to put myself in that situation again, it would it would be like, oh, I'm pushing through this rather than I want to really do this. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's just a learning experience. Like I said, I loved this experience. I loved this evening for that reason. Nothing was a failure. I got to play with three hot dudes. I got to have Leo's cock inside of me and in my mouth. And I fucking love his cock. It is one of my favorite cocks on the planet at this point. Yeah. So nothing was a loss. No, it was but a learning experience. It for was an yeah. opportunity for me to grow and understand myself better in the lifestyle. And as someone who has been in the lifestyle for a while, that doesn't happen all the time. So in my mind, this was a huge win. Yeah. Anytime you can grow from an experience, particularly since, you know, we've been doing this for a hot second. It's great. I mean, I think there's a there's a level of satisfaction that comes from understanding yourself better. It's just what it is. Because I also think back to I thought back to during multiple times throughout this evening, the time I was with Nick and Nicole and their friend who was also at the event. Yeah, I was with them at a hotel on the strip and the four of us engaged together. And then Nicole and her friends sat off to the side and watched me and Nick on the bed. That was fucking hot to me. The idea that two people that I like, that I know, that I trust are watching me get, get to be kind of in my 
element and do things that make me feel sexy with an amazingly sexy man, that works for me. Yeah. So that type of exhibitionism, it, it, I guess what I'm saying is exhibitionism itself is not off the table. It just needs to be done mindfully and with the right people in place rather than kind of a free-for-all mentality. For No, listen, for sure. And you and I have been in that situation together and it's been just fine. For me... You know, if it's you and someone that I genuinely like and we know and they're friends, that's not a big deal. It's not the same thing. It's like there's a, you know, if we're in a threesome or a foursome, but there are people we know and I'm engaging with one of those people and you're off watching with another, that's a different situation. Right. When you're talking about 20 strange faces looking at you, <laughs> you know, that's, listen, that can be overwhelming. I'm, I'm just thinking about it. And I'm thinking, fuck that. I'd have been out of there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Well, I powered through for a while, but then, like I said, once my orgasm was ruined with a fucking amazing man with a fucking amazing cock, that's when I was like, yeah, this probably isn't for me. Yeah. If all, if all cylinders are firing and you know that you've got all the elements in place and this is normally like, like your happy place. And then it's like, oh fuck, this is no longer working for me. You gotta, you gotta abort the mission. You gotta get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Well, and the great thing about this venue and, and a lot of venues that we go to, whether it's it's for our hosting or other things is there are usually private spaces. So you yeah. just, I have to be mindful of the fact that that is much more my speed and that's what I'm going to do going forward because the reality is I want to play on those nights. I want to engage with people that make sense for me. There's a lot of hot dudes that come to our events. There's a lot of hot dudes that I see at events, period. And I want to be a little bit more forward and have that type of fun and be able to let my slut flag fly. I just need to do it a little bit more mindfully than I did on this particular evening. For sure. Again, it's a, uh... It's a learning experience. It's growth. The more different levels we get to in this, in terms of your playing or my playing or our playing and how we go about it and with whom, uh, you know, I think you grow from all those things and we find out very quickly what works for us and what doesn't. And right now, what you and I are kind of focusing on is this individuality, which is really, it's unique and interesting. And I think it's important for our growth. You know, when we talk about doing things that are important for us as a couple, that's one of those things. Individuality for us, I think, is just as important in terms of determining where we are as a couple. Well, I don't think it's been important up to this point, but I think it's becoming more and more important the more that we explore and find ourselves here. And I'm both nervous and excited about that. And I, I'm sure we'll talk about it more because it really is becoming a theme in yeah. our journey. Yeah, listen, it's going to become a little bit more forefront, I think, given, you know, the conversations we've had as of late, not the least of which was this morning. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, like I said, there were some great moments, some hot moments, a big learning lesson for me, overall a win. And I really hope that you guys enjoyed hearing about it. I also want to let you guys know that we are talking in way more depth on our bonus episodes, as we always do for our Patreon members about some of these things. In fact, there is a fantasy I've been looking to fulfill for a while, and we really deep dive into it in what I think is a very fascinating way. At least I hope so. And that bonus episode is going out tomorrow as this episode goes live because we put out a new bonus episode every single week. We share things on those episodes that you will never hear on the regular podcast episode. I will say though my absolute favorite part of our Patreon community are our chat groups. We now have two of them. So we have our regular secret Telegram group and then we also have a ladies only group. And I love that because it's a chance for us ladies to kind of talk about more female-specific things in a safe environment. So if you're at all interested in connecting with amazing people, friends of ours from across the world, we would love for you to join us on Patreon. It obviously helps us out when you do so as well. So head on over to patreon.com slash Front Porch Swingers for those bonuses and others today. 
We also want to give a thank you to our newest Patreon members who are Pat, Mark, and Jason. Thank you guys for jumping on board with us. And I have some fun stuff up my sleeve for OnlyFans. But, Brian, you're also now very much on OnlyFans. Yeah, I've uh, fired it back up. It is, it's becoming much more interesting to me and a lot more fun. So there's a lot of stuff happening on my OnlyFans and coming soon, lots of very spicy videos. So it's, yeah, it's happening. Your Yours is a little bit more cerebral and artsy than mine so far, but I kind of fucking love that. And the pictures yeah. you've been taking are so fucking hot. So my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And yours is what? Uh, it's OnlyFans.com by underscore Zaddy with a Z and two Ds. Yeah, yeah. So make sure to come find the spicy stuff there. You can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media and TikTok at Front Porch Swingers and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. And of course, don't forget to check out all of our events coming up and get all of the information on them at members.frontporchswingers.com. What else do we have? Uh, I have gotten a, and fielded a number of emails about availability for the Denver event. There is one room on property left, only one, and tickets are going quickly. This will sell out as it did last time, and we made some concessions last time and let some folks in. Please do not buy airline tickets until <laughs> you buy event tickets because it's going to sell and it's going to go quickly. So if you want them, grab them. Yeah, yeah. We have lots of fun stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks that we have planned. Like I said, I'm going to a, an individual pool party this weekend. We have some play dates scheduled. So lots of fun to share with you guys. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.